You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, What up, what up, the Real Coach JB, another day, another dollar, Slap Dick Podcast coming at you, shout out to all my YouTube subscribers and members, um, and they're watching it right now on YouTube Live as I do this podcast. Like I said, this week coming up, I'm going to start a few channels within my own channel. I'm going to do a coaching one, uh, which is going to be breaking down X's and O's, administrative, everything you can think of as far as a coach. And uh, I'm going to be doing that channel. And I got memberships on there. There's different tiers. Starts at $3.99 and goes to $19.99. So, uh, but these are going to be all out. Raw and uncut, there's going to be no holds barred, no bullshit, no clinic talk like you go to these fucking Glazer clinics and get fucked over because the coach don't want to really give you his insight. This shit will be here. You can get everything you want. I'm also going to do like a Last Chance You Watch Party channel, which I'm going to be commentating on the entire real deal of the season, what really happened. As I'm about to start getting filmed on a documentary about my life as far as and then how Netflix depicted me, and I'm going to kind of go in back and forth with that. So there's be perks for members, and uh, you guys become a member and get some perks of whiskey, cigars, my book, uh, live one-on-one ch- video chats. Um, there's be a lot of shit there available, so go check it out. I'll get to all of the ch- the questions on, on, on uh, YouTube. Malik Brown and Daniel Parker, I see your questions. I'll get to it. Um, let me get to the sponsor, man. Uh, shout out to Manscaped for sponsoring the show. And then I got, I got also, I have, uh, you know, uh, betonline.ag. They're a great sponsor as well. So um, let me get to uh, paying the bills. Did somebody say playoffs? The NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL are in full swing. And our partners at BetOnline have you covered. So make sure you guys are betting, fellas. I've been betting l- lately since it started back. Uh, NBA started back. I don't do much NHL and, and baseball. Um, I mean, why do it, you know? Uh, but anyway, uh, so take full advantage of sports being back and get it on. And get it on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there is always the online casino as well. It never fucking closes. So make sure you guys go check out betonline.ag today and sign up and receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Go check it out. It's pretty fun. Um, I do them in DraftKings, so it's a, it's a good deal. So go check it out. Shane, what up? Um, quote of the day, man. We're here on August 30th, uh, 2020. Another pandemic, another day, another dollar. Um, and, uh, Quote of the day, don't look back, you're not going that way. I'm a big guy about looking to the future. I took I told you I've had I've had quotes I made up about rearview mirrors, taking them motherfuckers out. Stop looking in the rearview mirror, it deters away from what's ahead. Same deal here, man. Don't look back, you're not going that way. Unless your fucking ass is in reverse. Um 
I don't want to be around those people anyway. So don't look back. You're not going that way. Uh, make sure you keep steering ahead, man. Looking forward. Uh, keep your foot on the gas. All gas, no brakes. Um, so you guys know I stay on Dame Lillard's head, man. And uh, and because it's not the name of this show is is uh, I, I thought about it a few different time, ways, and um, you know. I didn't know what to call the show, so I was like, you know what? Am I gonna call it "Don't Look Back" and not going that way, or, um, you know, I didn't know, man. So, um, no doubt, guys on on YouTube, I appreciate you guys. So, um, so you know, I just I always leave it open till the end, man, on the on on the titles of the shows because I get through, I get to talking half the shit I. I prep half the shit is off the top. And so, uh, and then, so I decided at the end what I'm going to call it usually sometimes in the beginning, but I stay on Dame Lillard's head and I just, I want you guys to understand, man, that I'm not hating on him. I don't hate on him. Um, you know, correction is not criticism. I just want to make sure you understand that. And that's probably what the title of this show will be. But correction is not criticism, man. Uh, I don't think people realize that. And for me, when I talk about Dame Lillard, it's not that I hate on the guy or I don't like him. I don't know him. So, number one, I don't know the motherfucker. Number two, I go by what I see and hear. I don't go by presuming shit, assumptions, I think that makes asses of you. And I hate, I hate the media when they come out and I hate, I, you know, I don't use that word hate. I hate when they come out and talk about people when they really don't know. Cause I've been the guy, I'm the victim of that. Right. I don't claim myself to be a victim of anything, but I'm a guy that's been judged without being known or talked to or sat down and had a drink with or anything. I've been judged off of 16 hours of shows on Netflix, right? Dame's actions is what makes me respond and say what I think and the truth. And let me ask you guys this. So-called Dame is the so-called best Portland trailblazer of all time already, which he's not in my opinion. He's the greatest leader in the NBA, which I've heard by Kendrick Perkins, ESPN analyst, Stephen A. Smith. All these motherfuckers have said Dame Lillard is the best leader in the NBA. All right. So this has all been said. I'm tired of hearing you're the best leader and the best this and the best that. Because let me ask you a question. And you guys tell me. Is he the best leader and best guy in the NBA like you keep hearing? Why did he leave the bubble before they lost their, their elimination game last night? Why did he leave the bubble? I'm just curious. Because uh, Zach Collins, who's a player on their team, he's been hurt the whole playoff. That motherfucker sits on the bench with his team, his brother's, and it's been there the whole time. Nobody talks about that shit, though. Dame keeps getting praised for leaving the bubble, 
And that's just the soft culture we've created. And when professionals do it, the youngsters that look up to them and their idols, so to speak, these kids' idols who are the pro players, when they do it, you now as the young coach at the high school, college level, whatever, are now pulling teeth to try to get your kids to buy in and not do what they do. But it's hard to do that when you see these guys making millions, flossing on private jets, this, this, and this. And this cat left his team. That shit don't sit well with me. I'm sorry. He had a sprained knee. wasn't like he had a fucking compound fracture. He had to be airlifted out. He had a sprained knee and a dislocated finger. But he claims to be the closest thing to Kobe. Come on, man. You're not even fucking close. You're not even close because it starts with heart, guts, and nuts. You don't have that shit, in my opinion. You can't be a leader and create more followers, just so we're clear. Leaders create more leaders. So I don't want to hear that he went out and protested either because he sent out a video yesterday. He was protesting in Portland. Let's see if he's out there every single day. Because did he leave the bubble to go protest? Because remember, this is the guy that never wanted to go to the bubble if he never had a chance to get in the playoffs. This is a guy who's making $100 plus million who didn't want to play and do his job because he didn't think he would get in the playoffs. And you're telling me this motherfucker is a great and a leader? Can't even play his professional sport that he makes millions of dollars at. But we we got dudes at Walmart working every day, slaving over $10 an hour jobs, making sure you motherfuckers have food every day, risking their lives with COVID. And you can't go play in a bubble even if you didn't make the playoffs and made, and earn your salary and make sure the fans that do support you get to see you play a sport that you make millions at? Man, that shit don't sit well with me. I think you're a, a fucking pussy. I think you're a prima donna. And, you know, like, yeah, man, uh, a guy on, on YouTube, man, he's a gardener, and he said he can't call in sick. No shit, man. Real blue-collar fucking workers out here. You're slapping us all in the face with a bullshit, pussy-fied-ass fucking response and action. Your actions create what I say, not your words. But Zach Collins, kudos to you. Nobody's giving you a shout-out. You're sitting there with your brothers in the bubble, and I appreciate you, man. Um, but uh, Dame's getting all the fucking glory, and he's left you guys. I don't know. It wouldn't sit well with me. And I sure wouldn't allow it as a coach. I sure wouldn't have allowed it as a GM or an owner. But again, we bow down to these $100 million cats instead of put our foot in their ass and give them the tough love and truth that they need. Again, you know, correction is not criticism. Correction is not criticism, man. People keep thinking that shit. It, it isn't. Correction has never been criticism. It's the soft fucking kids and the coaches and the parents that have, have taught that criticism is, is correcting. It's not, man. It's not that. Correction is coaching. Correction is the truth. Correction is what you need to move on and get to the where you could not get yourself, which is the definition of coaching. 
to get you where you could not get your fucking self. That doesn't mean it's going to be sunshine and rainbows and whispered sweet nothings to you every day because you will not go anywhere. You will flounder, and when the real world hits you in the mouth, you're going to get socked in the mouth and not know how to react and not know how to get back up and go tuck your tail and go blame every fucking buddy because you're an entitled instant gratification expecting motherfucker. And that's what this country's become. Sorry. Maybe the world has become it. So I don't know. But correction is not criticism. Make sure you understand I'm not hating on this dude. I'm just telling him the truth just like I would in person. And he would probably say, oh, you a bitch. You you just hating on me. No, I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. Your ass should have stayed in the bubble for one more game at least with your teammates before you got on your private jet. And I understand you ain't seen your kid. Well, fuck, nobody's seen their families and kids either that got them. So what's your, what makes you special, dog? Wait till the fucking, your job's done. Your kid will be cool. I'm tired of hearing he had to see his kid. So LeBron has to see his family. He's got kids, wife, everybody. Why ain't he got to see them yet? Like, I don't know, man. I just don't sit well with me uh, that he left. And not, and not only that, he left for what reasons? Like sprained knee in a fucking dislocation. And you're out of there and you let your let your guys lose on their own? Man, that shit irks me. It, it gets my blood boiling. And people that defend that shit to me are just soft as fuck. And I got nothing for you. But he's the best leader in the NBA. How fucking soft are we? Sports world, real world. I don't know, man. I don't know, but we're soft, man. Let me just put this in perspective for everybody out there, all right? This is me talking as a coach. I don't know shit about basketball. I do know shit about it, but I don't know about it at the intricate level like a basketball coach or GM would. But as an outside guy just making his own two cents, just like everybody judges me, McCollum is really fucking good too. And they are the same fucking team with one of them on the court and not the other. How about you trade Dame? Get you some really good core pieces to go with McCullum. But that's the shit nobody will say. But so many people out there, I bet you think it. But they have no future with, with Dame. I'm just going to be real. They're the same fucking team, man. Every year. McCullum had 40 last night and 10 assists. What's the difference? What are you losing? He can do it just like Dame, and he's probably a better defender. But nobody, everybody wants the motherfucking shitbird. Nobody wants to do the fucking, and I'm not saying Dame's a shitbird. I shouldn't say that. To me, he's a shitbird teammate because he left. He's a shitbird teammate because he didn't stick it out and lose with dignity and win with class. He didn't do it. He talked all that shit about this is what they're here for, but they, yet he's the guy that people forget said he didn't even want to come to the bubble if they couldn't make the playoffs. But then he's in the bubble. They win, and they come in, and they're on a hot streak. He gets a little hurt, and then he leaves the bubble. How fucking convenient. But nobody wants to talk about trading that motherfucker and get you some real pieces to go with McCullum. 
Go get you some three and four men and another point guard and call it a wrap. Go get Victor Aladipo and Sabonis from Indiana. You can get both of them for Dame. Probably some other people, too, and probably get a free agent like fucking uh, Aaron Gordon or, or Fred Van Fleet or something to go with McCollum, and you'd be a fucking pretty good team. McCollum is just as solid to me and plays better defense. I said it. Now what? That's just what it is. Go get you some fucking pieces. At least do trade one of them, the motherfuckers. McCollum deserves to be a star, just like the Bookers of the world has a chance, just like Dames had a chance, just like these other young cats that had a, have had a chance. Trade one of them. The pieces don't fit. It's like Harden and Westbrook. They don't go together either. But nobody wants to talk about that shit. The Lakers will smoke Houston in a seven-game series if they try to play small ball against the Lakers and shoot 53s a game. Just telling you. But that's just me. I don't know basketball. Fuck it. I don't know, man. Dame leaving and Zach Collins staying shows me the difference between a leader and a follower. Between a motherfucker that cares about the future of the sport, meaning that you have little kids looking at your actions and what you do, they mimic. But you don't have a big fucking outside-the-box thinking mentality and you don't understand that you got a million motherfucking kids looking up to you and now they think it's cool to not go to practice. It's cool to talk back to the coach. It's cool to not be with your teammates. But who am I? I'm the asshole, man. Immediately after I said Tiger Woods was spineless, his ass goes and drops a goose egg. Probably won't make the Ryder Cup. His ass better stick to chasing pussy and give this shit up, man. Karma's a bitch, bro. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, this motherfucker has the biggest platform, probably voice right there with Jordan and LeBron and Shaq. But he's yet he's yet to use it. Like, it, don't, it blows my mind. Um... So who knows? Talking about some serious shit, man. You know, there's an Ohio State football kid was shot. He's in stable condition. Listen, man, this show is just about, you know, I bounce around on this shit. This show has no rhyme or reason. This is just a real talk fucking slap dick podcast, right? Let me tell you something. I've had kids get killed not on my watch, but as a player, my teammates. And I always looked at that and said, damn, how can a coach not address these issues, especially in today's world, especially coming from an inner city environment, especially knowing the kid's backstory, family situation, and home front life? How can the coach not address it every single day? Now, Today's society and world and issues we're facing, whether it's on Zoom or in person, if I was Coach Day, shit happens. You can't protect it at everybody. You can't save everybody. You know I've said that a million times. But shit happens. I understand it. But are you at least preaching it daily? Because we got to be smarter, kids. Just because your season was canceled so far, you can't go out and do stupid shit. You do have futures, right? There is a lot of worse. Th- there's a lot of worse things out there, like working at Walmart, McDonald's, 
not having anything, not having a pot to piss in because of your upbringing or your situation. Or maybe like getting fucking shot. Maybe that's an issue. I'd be preaching it daily on Zoom, in person, whatever it takes. You have to be bigger than the moment. You have to think bigger than the current day status and situations. Tomorrow should be fucking prepped today. Coaches, players, parents, fucking dummies. Quit expecting this instant gratification and stay grounded. Be smart, stay safe. The streets have no names. Bullets have no names on them. And death don't feel sorry for your family or your fucking loved ones. Just going to tell you. Nobody cares at the end of the day. Like I've been telling you guys. Nobody gives a fuck. So you got to be smarter because life's all about choices. I don't give a fuck what anyone else says. Life's all about choices is the most clear cut term, cliche. I don't give a fuck what you call it. Acronym in the world ever to be spoken. And if you don't understand that or believe that, you're fucking lying. Don't say, no, I was dealt a bad hand. So was fucking everyone. Quit saying you were dealt a bad hand. So guess what? You just take it in the ass after you were dealt a bad hand. I lived in a car. Does that mean I was going to stay in a car my whole fucking life? I was raised by a dope dealer. Does that mean I was going to sling dope my whole life? At one point, you got to drop your nuts, man. So you better fucking realize that coaches nowadays need to be preaching to their kids, not only to stay smart. I understand coaches say that every day, but preach real life shit to them because feeling sorry for yourselves and going out and chilling and partying in the hood with the homies or doing whatever because we, we're we not going to play anyway, sucking our teeth, saying little snip shit like that because I know that's what's happening. I'm not saying that's why this kid got shot. I'm just saying this happens a lot. You got to constantly remind these young kids who only know what they know and don't know what they don't know to stay smart, stay safe, Think about tomorrow. Be optimistic because you have an NFL future if you're at Ohio State. I don't give a fuck. If you're a player at Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, you have an NFL future. First, second, third string. I don't care. So understand, you getting shot not only goes on your resume as a possible being a shitbird, even though it's a fucked up stereotype. It is what it is. So you either fucking stay clear and not get shot or you get shot and you can claim victim of circumstance. You can claim this, claim that. I'm from Compton, dog. There is no victim of circumstance. You can get shot walking your fucking doggy. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to just say, I got shot walking down the street. Hey, dog, people don't realize this is the truth, but people want to point fingers and tell, call me an asshole for saying it. People call me an asshole for for talking shit about Dame Lillard. No, I'm just telling you the truth. It has nothing to do with it. I would tell him the same thing. Stay your ass in the bubble with your teammates. Stay your ass off the street so you don't get shot. You play at Ohio State. And I don't care if your parents' life, home life is fucked up. I had that too. I've coached nothing but those kids. 
I've had one kid get killed as a coach, and he got shot. I mean, I'm sorry. He got hit on a motorcycle in a, in a car accident. So, again, don't put yourself in those situations. It's about choices. Life is about choices. I don't give a fuck. You chose to go there. I understand. Well, Coach, you, you know, he had to go to the store and get his mom some bread. I get it. But you also know what situation you're getting into where you go get the bread. So even though it's hard to stay away from and it takes the discipline, I get it. You got to preach it as the coach so your kids don't get shot, so they don't go out and do stupid shit because you play at Ohio fucking state and you have a chance to make millions. <sighs> but I, what do I know, man? Um, death don't feel sorry. Just keeping it real, coaches. Make sure you tell your players that death don't fucking feel sorry. Oakland A's and the Shitbird Astros canceled yesterday due to a positive COVID test. After they protested the day before um, over the shot, the, the shooting um, of, of in the Kenosha. So after the NBA did it. Well, so let me get this straight. One person test positive and we shut it down. I just want to get clear clarity on this because... How are we going to keep pressing forward and fight this shit if it is here to stay? I'm just saying, if this shit really is here to stay, and it's here to stay, and we ain't going nowhere, are we just going to stay in the house and rot, or are we getting... I mean, it's getting stupid, guys. I'm just going to be honest. I got to say it. We either fight it or we don't play sports. I mean, let's be honest. I got to be honest here, man. Fuck me. Because I'm watching ESPN high school football in the state of fucking South Dakota and Utah. Is this what we've become? I gotta, I gotta know, man. Are these, is this what we've become? One positive test, we shut down. The Astros and the A's. Like, I can give a fuck about baseball, but I'm just saying... This is happening at North Carolina, Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson. Kid gets COVID, they shut it down. So why are we playing then? So you either don't play and you wait till you figure this fucking virus out and understand it's total fucking inner working and you don't risk it or you fight it and you keep pressing forward. But one motherfucker gets a positive and now we shut it down. So what are we doing? Like, it doesn't make no fucking sense, man. Quit trying to put a square fucking peg in those round hole. Because that's what we're doing. Because it's money pushing it. And I understand we want to make this money. But understand something. When I have to watch South Dakota High School play fucking football on ESPN, we have a problem, Houston. I'm just telling you. Utah and South Dakota high school football is not exactly the fucking hotbed of recruiting and is also almost like watching fucking dry paint or paint dry. I'm just going to be honest. Like, put fucking JB's pillow talk on ESPN if you're going to fucking watch South Dakota high school football. Shit. I have better ratings than that shit. 
Alabama had over a thousand positive COVID tests since coming back to class. The University of Alabama, University of Auburn, uh, I think Alabama State, South Alabama, these are universities in the state of Alabama, have had over a thousand positive COVID tests since going back to class. So are they going to shut down like Notre Dame and North Carolina or are they going to fight it? I'm just curious on how this is going to work because they haven't shut down yet like Notre Dame was quick to do, North Carolina was quick to do. My thing is, why the fuck would you ever go back to class if you already you don't even know what's going to happen? Auburn's head coach, Coach Malzahn, um, tested positive, and they say he gave it to 10 players. Like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, come on, man. Let's be honest. So is this truly that serious to try to have a season? Like, I'm down if y'all down. But let's make sure we have protocols in place to keep pushing and not just throwing in the towel. So my question again, are we going to fight it or not? Because it's getting fucking old. And it's, it's going to continue to lose viewership. You're going to lose fans. And people are going to go just to watching fucking, you know, underwater basket weaving, man. I don't know. But people are going to get away from, they're going to be, they're going to get real fucking turned off here shortly. So you're either going to lose this shit or you're not. Gabe Gotti, what up on YouTube? Um, man, I think the NFL will be um, unless there's some protocols in place. Uh, you know, the question is, will the NFL be a circus? It could be. I mean, everything else is. I, I don't know, man. Um, shit. It's just, there's no, it's an unknown. So, like, we either fight it and play. And if one dude gets caught positive, then we fucking keep playing and fight it, protocol it, quarantine it, do what we're supposed to do. But we're going to shut down and not play the next game or set the season down. Like we're wasting money more than you think. We're wasting more money. Actually, you're not, you're already not having a crowd fans in the stands. You're going to lose viewership and you're not selling apparel. You're losing money. So instead of losing more money, how about we wait and not and, and see what this fucking thing really is? Is it going to be an election day fucking deal? Like, does it go away after the election? How fucking convenient will that will be? I, I don't know, you know. But it's getting old uh, watching start, stop, start, stop. You know, Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, NCAA, soccer. List goes on. Tennis. I mean, fuck, fight it or stop. Uh, stop it until we understand it and we can beat it. Very simple. Like we are already taking huge hits financially. So what is another year going to do? We're already fucked and going to have to rebuild anyways. The the next 10 years will be a total rebuild in my opinion. I mean, 50% of restaurants in America will be shut down by December of this year, they say. So what are they going to do? Like small businesses are taking huge hits, but we can't get a, a, a loan from the government unless they're a Trump supporter and, and post signage up uh, after they get the loan. Like, I know you heard about that shit, right? Some small business got a fucking loan and they were told to put post up Trump posters and we'll give you a loan. I mean, like, come on. When does this shit slap? When does the slap in the face end? The Lakers and Ruth Chris get a small business loan. But my friend's mother's insurance firm cannot get a loan. Something is drastically wrong here in America. And if you disagree, you are si you're singing songs with Stevie Wonder, my friends. 
I'm just going to be honest. You're blind as a fucking bat. So if you don't think something's wrong, you're fucked up. That's all I got to say. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter. I don't care if you're blue or red. I don't care if you're left or right. I don't give a fuck about all that because I don't care. I'm not any of that. It's a results-oriented life we live, and this world and country has never been as separated as it is. I'm just going to be honest. And if you think that shit is not true, then you're just a fucking blind as a bat. Like a Portland guy is shot last night. Trump calls it patriotic. Like, we've never been this divided as a country. Just call it like it is, people. Fuck politics, right, left, blue, red, like I said. We have never lacked leadership like this and have never been more embarrassing as a country, at least in not my 44 years of living. And it's hard to watch how it's going down. It's a tough pill to swallow. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Portland is on like day 92 of rioting, but nobody talks about that shit. Like nobody in the country has talked about the 39 babies being found in a sex trafficking rink in fucking Atlanta. 39 kids, 39 families split apart, but nobody's even discussing it, huh? We got 17-year-old shooting cats and on film beating a female up, but we got cats defending his bitch ass. We got people defending the fact that the other dude, uh, Jacob, was killed with three kids in the car. Look, I don't care if he had a record or was a shitbird. Then tackle him, arrest him, and let the courts decide his fate. But smoking his ass without hearing or knowing the truth is happening much too often in America right now. I got to be honest. And we have become a country people are trying to move out of instead of move into. So think about that. Let that shit resonate with all the people out there. Just keep it gray area. Be in the middle for one time. All my listeners out there. Fuck if you believe in Trump or not. Fuck if you're left or right. Fuck if you're blue or red. Think about the fact of what I just said. Because people are trying to move out of America, not in it. And we're going to have these ignorant motherfuckers say, well, good. They shouldn't be Americans anyway. Shut the fuck up. You're dumb as fuck. You quit. You're missing the point again. And, I, and that's the same haters that I get on Twitter. It's the same shit. You don't see. You're not. You're, you're fucking blind as a bat and so narrow minded that you don't understand that we have dropped from being the number one country in the world to the number 10 and you continuing to defend its fucking mediocre policy is unbelievable to me. And actions, and it starts at the top. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't know. Um, how can 18 states play high school football? Follow protocols. Use masks in the stands for the fans, etc. But 32 states cannot. Like, I, I got to understand, I, like I said, going back to the ESPN, I got to watch North Dakota high school football or South Dakota, whatever. Fuck me, man. There's 8 billion people in the world and less than 1% of them have COVID or at least have died from it. And less than 1% of them are high school age kids. So when is enough? I just got to I just got to ask, what, what are we doing here? Waiting for election day or, or what? I mean, FYI, a fucking asteroid is supposed to hit us on election day. 
<laughs> I got to laugh, man. An asteroid is on track to hit us on election day. Take that as how you want it. It's supposed to be, it's like six feet wide and all that, but still, like, that's just a, t- that's just like a perfect ending to a fucked up year, right? We'll get hit by an asteroid on election day. It'll probably fuck up the, the mailing, uh, the mail votes or something, right? The mail-in votes, or some bullshit. But uh, 2020 is, a, is one for the records, man, I, I got to tell you. Uh, y'all better put this shit in the space capsule on a, on a CD or whatever the fuck you guys do now. On a flash drive, I don't know what you do, but you better put this fucking year in the, in, in, in the space. <sighs> Ending on a good note, kind of a good note with a bad note. <laughs> See, it's not bad. It's the truth. And I, I, I got to even correct myself because correction is not criticism. And that's the name of this show. I've decided. But ending on a good note and then ending with a truthful fucking banter. It was good to see college football again last night. My bat, my boy Matt Barry on ESPN announced the game. He's been a supporter of myself and my whiskey and cigars, and and uh, he loves it. Shout out to my boy Matt Barry. Ah, uh, he called the Austin P and Central Arkansas game um, two mid major universities, but they played hard. Gave us all hope that sports can come back during these rough times and give us some 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 brighter days. Uh, after darker nights you know what i mean we've had some dark nights obviously hopefully brighter days follow uh not always but sometimes they do and it gives us some optimistic uh thinking that you know tomorrow will be better and uh we got sports back in some capacity so keep fighting a good fight ladies and gentlemen and 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 understand that but saying that if you guys watch central arkansas versus austin p that is what college football will look like if we play this season. I'm just going to be honest. You've had 30 All-Americans opt out, 100-plus kids opt out that are going to the NFL draft. They're not going to play this fall or spring in an unknown environment, an unstable one, one that we start and stop in. I bet you if we didn't start and stop so much, the kids would be, fuck it, we're all in. We have these play protocols. We know what to do. We know what it is. Let's go and play. But since we have no leaders in college football or NCAA and no leader up top in 1600 Penn Ave, we have a shit show going on. There's no commissioner in college football. And it just makes it worse and worse. And this is what college football will look like. I don't give a fuck. Even at, even at Alabama playing Clemson, it's not going to be the same as you think. It'll be better, a little bit better than Austin P and Central Arkansas, but this is in essence what it will look like going forward. So why play at all? Why not get our facilities right, get our protocols in place, figure out actions and how to attack this going forward, get our coaches better get better at our craft go get better at our fucking profession go clinic go do things that we can do you know there's a year you got a year to get our shit right go fucking protest and make america better before we worry about college and high school football 
How about we do those things and come back in 21 and be a better place in all aspects? Jamar Chase just opted out at LSU today. And I got a text from a buddy of mine, I can't say who, and was like, dude, this shit needs to stop. We don't need to play. We're not even going to be able to coach our best players. That's not very fun, just so everybody's clear. It's not fun to coach average fucking Joes every day. Go coach Division Three football then. It's not very fun. Just going to be honest. Go work at JCPenney Warehouse. Because you coach to recruit and coach and change the life of a kid like Jamar Chase. He's a once in every so many year type of talent, right? He's opted out. But why not? You can't be mad at the kid. Yeah, these kids are soft nowadays. They're not going to fucking really be loyal and give you their all like they say when you recruit them. But they want everything from you, but they won't give you their all. We know that. That's why you don't trust any of them. But I've been saying that forever. There are two people I trust, me and the fucking other one ain't you. But again, coaches get burnt by trusting these dudes. So you can never trust them, and you can't save them all. But I've been saying that, but I'm the asshole. But anyway, Jamar Chase opted out. So you will, you'll lose the best receiver in college football. You know, one of the best backers and DBs in the country opted out at Ohio State and Penn State. You've had 30 All-Americans. You've had 100 other kids who are going to get drafted and just focus on the draft. Why are we forcing a round peg into a square hole? Let's go get better. Let's figure out fundraising ideas to keep our coaches on staff so they don't get furloughed and think about how to create other avenues for for income for our athletic department before they fold so we don't drop sports at Ball State like they did in in, uh, Bowling Green and all these different schools, Stanford, 18 sports. Like, how about we work worry about that shit instead of fucking trying just to play an average shitty fucking schedule when two conferences have already bowed out and now all your best players are bowing out? Why the fuck? So you can just wear a polo and a headset on the sideline? What are we doing? Malzahn just got it and gave 10 players the shit. So let's stop practice today. We'll come back Monday. <laughs> Dog, you guys are a mockery. You guys, it's starting to be a joke. And I'm just being honest. Who's going to step up and fucking be the big boy here? I don't want to hear it's about health and not money. So quit saying that shit. No, it's not. Or you wouldn't play. <sighs> Listen, man, become a member of my YouTube channel. Like I said, I have paid memberships ranging from like $3.99 and $19.99 a month. The channels will be up this coming up week. I'll announce them. Uh, I have a coaching channel. I'm going to do everything there is to do about coaching. I got a Last Chance You channel, which I'm going to be watching live part uh, channel and t- commenting on it on every episode that I was in. Also have perks that give you the ability to win my whiskey, cigars, have one-on-one live video chat with me, win my book, and much, much more. So grab you a bottle and a stick, www.slapdickcigars.com. Get you a cigar. They're really, really good, and uh, the reviews are great. And then www.coachjbstore.com, and you can get you some whiskey, which is also getting reviews uh, that are going through the roof in a great way. So understand that 
Um, go try it. Go get you some. It's a great day to have some Sunday. It's a great day to have a great day. The Lakers won. Um, you know, I'm going with I'm going with the Celtics in seven over Toronto, even though they don't have Gordon Hayward. Um, it could be it's a pick'em series, but. Whoever's guards heat up, Van Fleet, Kemba Walker, Brown, etc. I think wins that series. Clippers look to close out Dallas today. Denver, Utah is a good series. Whoever's guards outscore the other fucking guards win. No defense at all. It's unbelievable. Lakers waiting on Houston OKC. I think they kill either one. I really think they dominate Houston even more because Houston cannot play small ball versus the Lakers. And shoot 53s a game. They cannot sustain it, in my opinion. Um, but what do I know? And the Clippers play Denver-Utah series, which only leads up to the Lakers playing the Clippers in the Western Conference Final. I mean, let's be honest. It's not that hard. Um, I, I'm picking, right now I'm calling it Lakers versus Boston. Old school rematch. And uh, Lakers in seven. And they might even play again next year and, uh, and be... Be, be playing for that 17th championship banner. Um, when the Lakers win it this year, they'll have 16. Them and the Celtics will be tied, I believe. And even next year, they're both very good. Uh, Lakers, I think, still need to get a piece, maybe like an, uh, an Adipo or whatever his name is from uh, Indiana. I think that's in the mix. They can possibly get someone like him, another guard that can shoot, um, and maybe get a little younger. And I think the Lakers can can be right back in it. Um, the hard knocks, uh, Rams charges is quite an interesting watch. To be honest, um, they are both practicing out my way. Both are out here in Cali. Uh, with all the COVID protocols, it's hard to watch, man. I got to be honest. As a coach, it would be a very, it would be very hard to coach that way. So kudos to all those coaches doing it. Um. And, and, and I, I got a good friend that's on the Ram staff, Coach Yarbs, Yarber. What's going on, Eric? Um, I know it's hard to coach with masks. I know it's hard to do these testing every day. I know it's hard to stay distance. You can't really interact with your guys. You can't watch film how you want, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I just, kudos to them. I, I don't know if I could do it. So I, I really respect the guys doing it and trying it. But again, I wouldn't be trying it. I'd be telling our guys, let's let's pause this thing until 21. But that's just me. I know the NFL, you can't do that because you got too much money in, in stake. But at the end of the day, um, you've already had 100 NFL players opt out. What kind of NFL season are we having? It, 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 you know, it, that's just like college. I mean, it's all, it's all a fucking shit show. So I'm not really mad at the high school seniors who have opted out either. Because it's hard because we don't really know um, what we know. We, you know, we don't know nothing. So why would you be mad at anybody? You know, like I said, though, I wouldn't leave my brothers if I chose to do it. I'm a two feet in guy. So if you do it, you stay in it. If if you don't, then you don't. I'm just going to be honest because... Dame Lillard leaving his team was some bitch made shit to me. I don't care what the excuse is. Zach Collins stayed. Your ass could have stayed. You'd be home today. You lost last night anyway. You'd be home today. So that that attitude of, well, we're going to lose anyway. I'm out. 
is some bitch shit and you've just created a softer culture and every kid watching you has just fucking become softer and more enabled. So good job, Dame. You're the greatest. Anyway, man, stay safe, be safe. And uh, again, hopefully you uh, subscribe to my YouTube and uh, follow me, the real coach underscore JB on social media. And, um, and I'll get to answering a few YouTube questions real quick before I leave. Uh, what's my thoughts on soccer players? I don't really know, man. I'm not sure. I, I haven't known a soccer player since fucking Pele. So I couldn't tell you shit about soccer. So I don't know. It, it's, it's soccer's football Americano fucking where I'm from. So I couldn't tell you who is the best head coach in the FBS. Um, it's, it's Davo Sweeney and Nick Saban because they win championships. They get the best players. I don't, I mean, there's nothing really else to say. I don't believe any other of those coaches are worth the money because unless you win on a, year in year out basis or get a few championships under your belt. I don't see how you continue to get paid and I don't see how these guys continue to get recycled and make the same money when they're shitty at their previous institution. I don't know. Don't get it, but that would be my choice because they win. I mean, shit. Um, so I don't know. Um, but I don't know. Nothing's wrong with criticism. Maximus, um, like I said, it's not correct. Correction is not criticism. Um, so I'm just telling you. And and I don't believe in criticism being wrong either. But they think criticism is uh, correcting them. And it's not. There's two different things. So I don't know. But appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's fight a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man.